Hello, Limitless Hairdressers, and welcome to episode number 11. I know you'll appreciate this because you are made of magic. We recorded this episode on 11-11 in the 11th year. This conversation with Sarah Mack was so special because we flew into Atlanta, both of us teaching classes. I was teaching my Limitless Hairdresser class called Beyond Business at the Tanner Blake Salon, and Sarah was teaching this bomb blonding class, and after we got to talking, we thought, why don't we just stay together and, you know, spend the whole day together and record a podcast? That sounds like something we should do. (laughs) So we met up stayed in the same hotel, spent the entire day together. I got a Manny and Petty. She went shopping. We ran into Shaq. Yes, actual Shaq, like real Shaq. And we talk about that later on in the episode. Oh my gosh, so funny. Um, and it was just a magical day. So super cool that you can make friends in real life and have a real connection even only meeting on the internet. I think that is such a magical thing about this industry is that if you're a hairdresser and you have some common ground, oh my gosh, get in person and connect with that person because you will make a lifelong friendship. I promise you. So a little bit about Sarah Mack. She is a Lanza international platform artist. She's a salon owner. She's a mama. She's a holistic healing hairdresser. And she is seriously the most sweet, kind, and driven woman that I have met in a long time. She just makes me feel so comfortable and so just enveloped in love. You guys are just absolutely going to love her if you don't know her already. We talk about so many different things in this conversation especially since we spent the day together. But we talked about some really important things that I know that you're going to love and I know that you'll resonate with, like spiritual modalities, what's right for you, how to listen to your intuition, what's speaking to you, what is right for you, because everyone has a different path and everyone has different things that are going to work for your lifestyle and where you're at on your journey. We talked about connecting on the internet and then in real life because that was our experience all day. And we're so aligned. It's a little bit freaky, you guys. You're going to laugh so hard. We kept saying things at the exact same time, singing songs at the same time. And we were even dressed in the exact same way when we came out of the bathroom to go to bed. It's it's pretty hilarious. Um, We talked about Love 365, this amazing act of kindness and love that she spreads all over the internet through her Instagram. Um, how to love yourself every day and keep in the flow and keep open when we're so busy and trying to create all the time, practicing gratitude, enjoying your life, breaking down what gratitude means, which I think is really important. So you're going to definitely want to listen to that part. And then something really funny. She talks about losing her eyebrow from stress. Don't worry. It came back, but we did spend some time on the eyebrow and (laughs) We just had so many laughs. So I know that you're going to love this episode with Sarah Mack. She is amazing. She is brilliant. She is so special and you are absolutely going to fall in love with her. So plug in your headphones, tune out the outside world and hang out with me and Sarah for the next hour. Today's episode is brought to you by the eight principles of being a limitless hairdresser workbook. It's a totally free resource that we are providing you. That's at my website, kellymason.com backslash podcast. You can download it there for free today, and it's there to help you expand your mind, find your truth, figure out how you can implement some very simple principles to help 
your life become more fluid and flowing, more successful, and find fulfillment at the end of the road. I hope that you love it. Let us know what you think. Again, that's kellymason.com backslash podcast. Go and check it out in the show notes. We are here in our matching jam jams. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> our matching bracelets, our yeah. matching jammies. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's totally right. We're twinning. We totally are twinning. So it's 11-11. This is a first because I have never done a podcast in real life, IRL. So we're just uh, hanging out here together, which is actually really fun. I like it this way. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun today. For sure. Let's tell them. Okay, so what happened interesting today? Mm. (laughs) No big deal. No big deal, but... We walked into a restaurant and Kelly saw a ginormous man <laughs> and I kindly told her, well, that's Shaq. <laughs> so yeah, he's pretty big. He's a gigantic. And yeah. Sarah got a picture with him. She totally went balls to the wall and just. Yeah, I've snapped. never done that before, honestly, but I have looked up to Shaq since I was probably in junior high, so I had to. I'm so glad you did, too. Yeah, I had to seize the moment, for sure. And it's even better that he played with your diamond ring yeah. and called you a sexy... Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Yes. So if anybody's wondering if Shaq's really as big as he looks on TV, it's 100% not true. He's way bigger. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that that's a human. It's just not possible. Yeah. He looks so big that he looks like he could scoop you up in your arm like you're an infant and you just feel really safe and yeah. warm and comfortable. Because I'm not that short. And when I look at that picture, it's really surreal for me. Like, oh my gosh, I, I don't even come up to his shoulder. <laughs> And if you're wondering what this picture looks like, by the time this airs, I'm definitely putting it on the Limitless Hairdresser Instagram page. So totally peep that. Maybe we can get Shaq to comment on it. Wouldn't that be hilarious? (laughs) That would be awesome. Oh my gosh. What if Shaq is on this podcast? Just saying. Anything's possible, right? For all of his hair on his head. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's bald. (laughs) Tell me about your regimen in the morning, please. Okay, so... Other than Shaq, we kind of just hung out in Atlanta today, which was really fun, and which this proves that the internet is not evil. Right. And it is here to help us. I believe that. Right? Yes. Because we, I mean, this isn't really that normal. No. To just be like, hi, I like you. Oh, hey, I like you too. Oh, things are in common. Let's talk. And then you meet in real life, and it's just as great. Yeah. And you feel like... It's funny because I was telling my clients this week, like, oh, yeah, I'm staying with my girlfriend. Well, we haven't actually physically met, but I feel like I already know her. Yeah. <laughs> so that I think the Internet's really great for things like that. I think it's so funny because every single person that I've talked to, we've said that exact same thing. Yeah. We're like, I, I don't know that I've met anyone in person. Well, maybe like one person, two people. But it's like hey, I feel like I already know you. Oh, my gosh. And so I think that there's something to that that I'm not sure exactly what it is. Maybe authenticity. Yeah, and I think video and when you're really paying attention to things that people are putting out there, I feel like most of the time it's – even if they don't recognize that it's their brand, it's their brand. 
they're going to put out things that vibe with them and then that's either going to vibe with you or it's not. And then if it does, I feel like that's when a connection is made. Yeah. I feel like that's how I've made all of my internet friends, which I have a lot of them Yeah, at this point. Yeah. And I love it so yeah. much because, you know, there's so many other people out there in the world that you can be, you know, connect with and be friends with. And it doesn't have to be your next door neighbor that you grew up with and went to elementary school with. Yeah. Like there's other people out there. Yeah. Just letting you know. And I feel like you're able to find more people that have things in common with you than maybe trying to force something because of mm. proximity. Mm. That's a really good point. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot where you're just like, okay, well, <laughs> I guess we have to be friends yeah. because you live 20 within 20 mile radius. Yeah. But it's really not true. No. You're from California. Yeah. So tell us like w- real quick, we need to give a shout out to my boy, Corey from hair history because this is brought to you by Hair Industry, literally, because this podcast um, wouldn't really be possible because, A, Corey totally took me under his wing, and Tony, shout out to Tony, too, uh, when I decided to do this podcast and showed me everything there was to do. Well, I forgot all the things that they told me to do <laughs> <laughs> when I actually went to set up an in-person conversation because we're like sitting on a table with this big converter thing and about 8,000 wires and I had no um, I just looked at it took it out of my like CIA suitcase I felt like (laughs) men in black and I'm like and then there's all of this stuff and I do not know what to do with any of it yeah he really helped us out today oh my gosh awesome thank you Corey you guys are the best so yeah he facetimed me and walked me through everything and we got it as good as we can yep so Shout there out, we are. shout out, hair history. You guys are awesome. Um, so Sarah, why don't you give us kind of like the cliff note version of Sarah Mack? Who yeah. is Sarah Mack, the, the spiritual hairdresser? The cliff note version. Yes. Um, so I knew since high school that I wanted to do hair. Um, my parents had a little bit of a different plan for me. I think when you're a parent, especially, I can look back and recognize this now that I am a parent. You just want the best for your kid and you don't really have a manual or know exactly what that looks like for them, but you just want more for them than what you had yourself. And so my parents, they wanted me to go to college and get a college degree. And I wanted to go to beauty school right right out of high school. So we made a deal that if I went to college and got my degree and I finished and I still wanted to go to beauty school that I could. So you got your degree. I did get my degree. I got my bachelor's in biology, actually, because in my mind, nursing was my backup. Um, My dad wanted me to be a doctor, of course. Um, They do real estate, so they've always been entrepreneurs. Um, They didn't have like a formal college education. I think that's one thing that they really wanted for me. And at the time, I was irritated about it. And looking back now, I mean, those were some of the best years of my life. I made some of the best friends that I still have to this day. And it wasn't just about the school, and I can recognize that now. It was, I built a lot of life skills in those years at college. So I am grateful that I got to experience that. And then, of course, as soon as I finished college, then I moved back home and I went to beauty school. (laughs) I think my dad was a little bit disappointed uh, that I still wanted to do that. But I think now 
they're really happy for me and they can see how happy I am and the life that I've built with hairdressing. And to be honest, one of the reasons I wanted to get into hairdressing was I wanted kids young. And so I wanted a career that was flexible, had a flexible schedule because to, when I was young, I wanted kids and I just wanted my life to revolve around them. Uh, and it really does. Like I'm very focused on my children, but I love my career and it's taken me so much further than I could have ever imagined possible. When I got into hairdressing, like I thought I would just be working behind the chair and it just opened up all these different doors and I recognize there's so many different paths within this industry that you can take and I just think that's the amazing part of our industry that you can really find your niche within what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. I think that's so funny that you wanted kids earlier. You're like, I think I should be a hairdresser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted a flexible schedule and I loved, like, I love doing upstyling. So that's how I knew in high school, like, oh yeah, like I really like this. And I like to paint as well. I just wasn't very good at it. It wasn't a good, like, medium for me. Um, But I loved doing updos and like girlfriend's hair and my sister's hair and I braided hair and when I was in college I was um I played basketball so I got my hair like cornrowed and braided all the time and that's how I really got into braiding and did you have long hair yeah like okay. down to the middle because if back. you haven't seen Sarah she's got a signature kind of look this platinum blonde really cool like funky pixie yeah yeah like undercut pixie yeah I'm trying to imagine you now with like yeah, no one can ever, when I show them pictures of me with long hair, everyone's just like, no way. And I was like, yeah, I'll never go back. <laughs> yeah. So I think that story is a lot of hairdresser stories. Yeah. It's like, you have to go to college. Yeah. It's the only way. You'll never make money. Yeah. And, you know, you've kind of like maybe not intentionally proved them wrong, but totally have this amazing life. I mean – so much harmony in your life with the kids and where do you think that stems from um to be honest from my parents and not like they created this for me but they created they're a big part of who I am like my dad and my mom the core values that they instilled in me like family was always such a it is such a big deal to us and we're a very close-knit family And then just to work hard and if you're going to do something, like you need to be the best at what you're doing and nothing is given to you. You need to earn it. So I think a lot of those like kind of core values for them like really resonated with me and yeah, I'm just carrying those on and it's really helped me create the life I want. My dad is a big, uh, Zig Ziglar fan like so when I was like young if you don't know Zig Ziglar he's like a big motivational like before Tony Robbins was he like vacuum cleaner guy no I'm not sure but he's like a big he was a big motivational like mogul Mm -hmm. and then like Tony Robbins like came along as well I think like kind of around the same time and so my dad always taught me to set goals and um Yeah, I mean, since I was young, I can remember, actually, I don't know why the story just popped into my head, but, like, 
when I was four, he taught me how to water ski. And I think I said, like, I can't do it, you know? And he's like, you don't give up. You can do this. And he would make me tell myself, like, I can do this. And when I was little, I, it felt, like, very hard on myself and, like, hard to do. But now, like, looking back, it's what I do now. I just call it different things. So, like, for me, I'm, like, big into manifesting, like, what I want in my dreams. And to some, they'll call that, like, goal setting. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it's almost the same thing. It's, like, setting a goal and manifesting it. There are different nuances to it, like goal setting, you might actually write it down. But I also believe with manifesting, you should write some of your dreams down and then make a plan and then take that to action. Um, And then just his saying like, no, you like can't is not in your vocabulary. It's a it's a mindset. So it's positive reinforcement. And I think a lot of times like our little voice inside our head takes over and if you don't control that, or lots of little voices. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't control them, then they can just completely get in your way. So, yeah, my parents. So you're kind of like, were your parents kind of hippie, or is that just? No, like, they were kind of like. Look, I strict? thought they were strict. That's because you're from California. Maybe <laughs> you're like Zig Ziglar, and then the, I'm like. They're kind of happy. Yeah, but when you're growing up, you're just like, dang, like, why are they so hard on me? I'm a good kid. and But looking back now, like, I do appreciate it. And maybe I should tell them more. I try to. <laughs> but, you know, they've shaped a big part of who I am for sure. So it's like we were talking earlier and you were talking about, like, a lot of people have really hard struggles in life or they're like, oh, I had this really traumatic experience or this other, you know, experience. And your life has been pretty great, you know, besides like normal stuff that kind of happens. You haven't had any, and you're just like the most bubbly. If you guys haven't ever met Sarah in real (laughs) life, she's just so bubbly and just happy and just like radiating energy all over. It's like your little sunshine. Yeah. A ball of sunshine. At what point do you feel like, so your name is Spiritual Hairdresser on Instagram. Uh-huh, like the that's Spiritual Hairdresser. The Spiritual Hairdresser. Yes. And so when did that journey kind of start, like becoming on more of a spiritual path, and what prompted that yeah. for you? So that was um, – it's really awesome because I hadn't had what I thought were very traumatic experiences growing up. I had an amazing childhood Um but I always did feel like I was different. And I felt like I, like most hairdressers, probably 99.9% felt like the black sheep yeah. of my family. Everyone's listening going, yes, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's all of us. <laughs> and I really did. And I, w- I felt really, like, uncomfortable with who I was growing up. And I was kind of, like, nerdy. And sometimes I'd be insecure about it. And then sometimes it would come off in like such an awkward way. And I would, I caught like, I was just such a square bear. Like I was, I don't know. I just didn't feel like I ever fit in. Like it was funny because I had a lot of friends, but I never felt like I fit in to one specific group. Um, So yeah, so I just kind of like awkwardly made my way through high school and my college years and 
then I became a hairdresser and things really started to like click for me but I was also a new mom so it was just like the very beginning of my career was very like hectic I would say and then I got into education actually and um, education really expanded my mind to a lot of things and I was with one manufacturer and what actually changed me and really like kicked my personal development and the spiritual hairdresser into high gear was I switched to another manufacturer and there was a lot of reasons building up to why I switched it was just the perfect storm but I did I um, jumped ship and I went to this manufacturer and it was a it was a different experience it wasn't what I was expecting and it was really hard on me it was one of the worst professional years for me uh, in education I felt because I just felt yucky um, and so it was a huge personal development year for me and that was actually about two years ago and so I started reading books mm -hmm. and you know reading was one of the stories of my childhood that I told myself I wasn't a good reader because I was a math and science um, person so I had always told myself that I wasn't a good reader and I love to read now and it completely changed my life and if you're looking to shift your life I really encourage people to read and if you don't like to read books get audible it like literally changed everything for me and I actually watched a video with Andrew Carruthers of Samvia yeah. and his like um, personal development coach and she had recommended a book and that was kind of like the thing that started it all and then audible will just automatically start like sending, recommending yes recommending and it just was this rabbit hole and I couldn't intake information quick enough and I was doing at first I actually didn't purchase audible I was buying audio books and then I was digesting books so quickly that I just wait you what do you what do you mean? Like I would do iBook. Am I doing it wrong? No, Audible's the way to go. But what's Audible? I thought I was doing Audible, but I've been buying them all for like a lot of money. Well, Audible is like a <laughs> monthly membership. <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> like iBooks, you buy them individually and each book is priced individually. Yep, that's Aud what I've been doing. Yeah, no, Audible is through Amazon and it's a monthly subscription oh. and you get one audiobook and then your second book, if you get a second book that month then it's less money than if you were to buy the books separately. They're getting rich off of me. Yeah, so switch mm. to Audible. I'm that person. And I'm you not. Keep, like, like getting this reoccurring <laughs> account, reoccurring price in your stinking credit card. Yeah. Like, what is this? But I can't figure it out, so it just stays there for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good to know. Yeah. So new. reading. Okay. Reading changed my life. What and was the first book that you read? Oh, that, like, gosh. You, you know what's so journey? funny is I knew you were going to ask me that, and I couldn't tell you what the book was called but it was basically about like your sixth sense and trusting your intuition and then I actually reached out to Andrew so shout out to Andrew if he had any more book recommendations and he recommended a book for me called The Big Leap and then that's where it just took off from there Gabby Bernstein um you know The Universe Has Your Back like books like that mm -hmm. and now I'm I took in a lot of spiritual books, intuition books, 
things like that. And now I'm starting to shift or balance more a little bit um, with business books as well. And But at first, I was just craving that yeah, that spiritual side of me that I always knew was there, but I wasn't raised religious or anything. I never have been to church. Um, my parents never really talked about anything like that. So I was never pushed in one direction or the other. They just let us make up our own mind. And I had never explored anything spirituality wise. So yeah, that's how that all started to take place. I knew something was there, but I just had never deeply explored it. So after you started reading books, did you start doing any other kind of like modalities or practices? Yeah, totally. You're like, yes, where do you like me to start? (laughs) Yeah, it just (laughs) sends you into this rabbit hole. And you have to try a lot of different things. So growing up, I was really into rocks and gems. And I every vacation and motorhome trip we went on, anywhere we could buy those like bags of stones. (gasps) I was buying those. Yeah, I was buying those. And so... Um, I started with that and looking into, um, yeah, gems and rocks. And I, that's how, well, that's not actually how I met Andy Scarborough, but um, we met through another mutual friend. But I love what she was doing. And I actually did her crown work session in her salon. It was amazing. And I think this was I like, do that. right? as we started talking you and I or right after like I had gone there and posted about it and maybe you commented it and I think that's actually what started our dialogue Mm. you and I because I had gone to it and then I posted all about it and I got an amethyst comb because I'm a February birthday so yeah (laughs) I know we I should have guessed Mm because we have everything the same Mm -hmm. I feel yep I totally yeah so I went there and she was the one that actually was like you got it try everything and then see what fits so I actually feel like I'm still in a big exploration phase of that but I definitely love and I at first I would feel really overwhelmed so like when you're starting out on this personal development journey and this kind of spiritual higher consciousness journey it's really easy to feel overwhelmed and feel like you need to know everything like everything about astrology and everything about rocks and gems and everything about tarot and so I kind of had to like pump the brakes on myself because I'm also a mom I live on a ranch I have a full clientele and I'm an educator so it's like nearly impossible to like learn as much as you can in such a short amount of time so I really had to kind of forgive myself in that way of not knowing everything and now I'm comfortable with not knowing uh, things and then going and exploring something that's speaking to me in that moment. Okay, that's such a amazing way to put it because sometimes we get so wrapped up in, okay, I want to do this, so I'm going to research every single thing until I'm prepared or, yeah. you know, going even to doing something new, like, um, you know, a new dream or goal that you want to go after and you think about it a bunch and you're like, ooh, that'd be really cool and I'd really like to do that. And then you almost get so wrapped up in every single little detail that you don't even ever do it. Mm-hmm. You just talk yeah. about it or talk to yourself about it in your head mm-hmm. instead of actually just doing it. And I think that with spirituality and even just personal growth, if you don't want to even dive into any of like the mystical stuff, 
it's it can be a little bit overwhelming because you think you need to do it all. Yeah. But you really just need to experience life and open up your eyes. Yeah. And just live. Like take take a leap of faith and go meet up with somebody that you met on the internet yeah. and hang out for the day. <laughs> I mean, come on guys, get with the program. We can do this. But just like even doing simple things like that, just connecting with people. We yeah. talked about that a lot today too is just that element of things. I think, you know, all of the fun stuff aside of crystals and, you know, all of these like, you know, chants and all these yeah. different things that can help expand our consciousness. The simplest things I think we overlook. Yeah. Like having a real conversation with somebody, looking somebody in the eyes. Yeah. Just being able to feel open in a space like that instead of, you know, judging yourself or feeling uncomfortable or feeling unworthy or insecure is like just practicing the simple act of staying open and shutting your mind up when it starts to go you you shouldn't do go talk to that person or you know you 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 don't fit in your little voice starts to pop in just a simple act of practice of that I think is very powerful yeah so that's exactly how um, love 365 came about actually oh yeah tell us a little bit about that so love 365 is just about the simple acts like the little things so it's on my Instagram Um, I try to do it uh, every day obviously uh, love 365 Uh, and I the first time I started it was about two years ago, and I think I lasted like two months because I was really strict, and I'm a perfectionist. I want to call myself, I used to be a perfectionist. I'm trying to like be a little bit more gentle on myself because uh, I there was this great quote. It's like, perfectionism is like, or procrastination. I don't Now I'm messing it up, so we'll just have to come Perfection. back. Perfection. You were perfect just the way you are, wherever you are, at whatever point you're at. Yeah. It's just... We'll just call it that. It's, I mean, it's just not... I don't know. It's not realistic 100% of the time. So I had given up Love 365, and then I was actually re-inspired um, last year uh, at a an event. And so that's what started it again. And... Now I'm just more gentle with myself, and if I miss a day, it's not a big deal, but it's just, I just try to share simple little tips and tricks of how to spread love every day, and it's really about those little things. So, Mm -hmm. um, for example, one day I'll say, like, just hold a door open for somebody and make eye contact with them. Um, You know, I've left $20 bills in Target on Black Friday. Um, <laughs> oh god yeah like That's dangerous just, yeah just like with a little note or just saying like have a good day like we don't really realize what kind of impact we can have on someone else but if you start to think about yourself and like if someone were to do something little for you how far that goes for you or even vice versa if someone were to flip you off on the freeway how that can just completely hijack your day and you're just in a bad mood. So instead, I just try to put out little positivities instead. You're awesome. Oh, I don't, I don't sometimes, I'm, when I, this whole day, I'm like, she's so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'm a pretty nice person. You are. We've had but the But I'm best. like, dang, I could be nicer. 
I could be even nicer. Oh, yeah, but don't get it twisted. I have my days where I'm just like, get but, away from I me, mean, people. You're very thoughtful. Let's just put it that way. Very, very thoughtful all the time. Maybe not all the time to you, but you know, being around you as a as a other person who's yeah. not you. Yeah. To observe that because I'm like a I'm kind of like an observer I, I think I was a some maybe I was a philosopher or something in another lifetime I just like observe everything and then I like to draw conclusions and investigate and just create my own little world I don't know but I think that's the best that's what kids are yeah. they're curious you know Super and that's curious. why they have that like awesome innocence or curious, like and I think that's something we lose yeah. as adults um we stop being curious so yeah and I just love how you say everyone's name yeah like our uh, waitress yeah the valet guy oh, that's funny you noticed. um the nail person i no, i don't think you said hi to the nail person I yeah but names are interesting a, names are a big deal so mm -hmm. that's actually i learned from dale carnegie which that's a book um that book. i read um how to win friends and influence people mm. yes write that one down pause <laughs> But yeah, that's a really that's a really great. So he talks about names in there and how important that is to somebody and someone's namesake. And I mean, think about your last name or yeah, how you take your husband's last name or yeah, it's how you pretty intimate. Yeah, when you because I noticed obviously that stuck with me. I noticed that you did that all day long, and it's not something I always do. Yeah, but I do sometimes. I feel like it opens up, it does open something up when you say someone's name. Yeah, they kind of light up because a lot of times it's someone in service, right? Mm -hmm. Which someone in service can be looked over time and time again. And so when you just take that one second to say like, hey, I acknowledge you and thank you. I mean, it just, again, it just makes somebody's day. And I think that's important. Yeah, totally. And I know that that's something that we would when I had the salon fully operational that's something we practiced you always say their name make eye contact make a mm -hmm. touch point and I think that it's something that you know I think that's a kind of a key thing that sometimes we do all these things at work my fingers are in like quotations yeah. right now but we do these things at work and then we don't carry these practices into our real life yeah it's almost like i've been nice enough all day i don't want to talk to anyone else or, you know, yeah totally it was like my smoker voice <laughs> but we do that sometimes you know coming circling back to like this whole salon progression and like where everything's going with with the evolution of the salons and technology, I mean, it's changing. Yeah. It's completely changing, even from, you know, when we started, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Very different. The yes. things that, 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 that we have, it's just different. But, um, you know, I think that sometimes we get so wrapped up in thinking we've got to be on mm -hmm. at work. And then when we leave work, that we can, we're just overworked, yeah. stressed, and we, something didn't go right during all that. So I'm just curious on, maybe your perspective on like how to be able to carry that similar energy. You know, we're all, we're humans yeah. and we can't be like energizer bunnies 24 seven, but carrying the energy that we have at the salon with that engagement, because a lot of people do that, you know, yeah. they're like I'm here for my client. I want to serve my client. I want to make sure these people have the best experience. That is my goal. I don't think anyone got into being a hairdresser would be like, I want to make people's lives suck. Yeah. And everybody have a bad day because that's why I want to be a hairdresser. Yeah. You know. And this is such a long, 
like learned process. I mean, it definitely comes with time, but hopefully if you have access now and just start practicing now, the one biggest thing is gratitude, is practicing gratitude in what you do have. I mean, this is such a like wide answer because there's so many parts to this part, like this one question that you're asking. So definitely gratitude. Now, if you can't have gratitude for what you're doing on a daily... Explain gratitude just really quick for anyone listening. Just, I think it's just one of those words that gets tossed around so much and people yeah. think that they understand what it is, but maybe not to the depths of what it actually is and feels like and can feel like to you, like in your heart, yeah. really and truly. So that is it, like... Something that really makes you feel grateful to the core and just like being, I want to say like present is the word that comes Mm -hmm. to mind and not wallowing or letting your little voice take over again and really just being appreciative of what you have in that moment because I guarantee in that moment You could look back a year ago, a month ago. You have things now that you wish you had back then. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you've come on this journey. So there's always something to be grateful for. And I feel like if you focus on the positive, again, it's such a positive-negative balance. Like it's either love or hate. It's either positive or negative. So if you're focusing on the positive and what you're truly grateful for you have less time to wallow in the pity Mm. and less time to let that little voice get in your way because you're just getting in your own way. Um, So that's what gratitude is for me. It's keeping me from being like, oh, I wish I had this. And it's okay to like want more things and goal set and things like that. It's not something like that. It's it's more like an envy thing like, or thinking like, oh, I should be there by now, or mm-hmm. I wish I had this by now. Um, instead, you're just turning it back on to what you already have and being now. grateful, and then making a plan mm-hmm. for what you want in the future. But yeah, so gratitude's a big one. And if you're not grateful for the clients that you're doing, for the job that you're doing, then it's time to make a change. Mm-hmm. And that might be a hard thing, but like if you're if you don't like your clientele, then it's time to start changing your clientele. So mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you, I, I'm not going to go into how you change your clientele. You're going to have to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> you can go listen to several people's opinions on that. There's yeah, lots of I mean, advice out there for sure. If you're not, if you can't have gratitude for something then something needs to change. Um, So I'm just always looking for things that I'm grateful for. And it's just this crazy snowball effect because once you start having gratitude and then once you start expressing gratitude to others that truly have an impact on you, it just snowballs. And then Mm -hmm. it just, it spins out of control in a good way. Do you think gratitude is part of your manifesting process? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm more like, it's more of like a, (laughs) I have gratitude at the end of the day. I know it sounds weird, but this is just my process. Like 
my manifesting happens more for me in the morning Mm -hmm. and like what I want the day to look like or the week or what my goal setting normally happens for me in the morning. And then gratitude, I have my gratitude at the end of the day. Like I reflect back on where I've been for that day or that week and then that's how it happens. That's funny. I'm the opposite. One thing we're different on. Yeah. I'm totally in the morning just have a lot of gratitude in the morning yeah, and just feel really, really thankful for the day. And, um, at the end of the day is where I find, and I don't know why, but it always has been my manifesting time Yeah, at night. I just go wild. My mind is like a river of dreams. Yeah. It's just like, bring, ding, 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 ding. and I normally do a lot of my like channeling and writing things down and, all of my visualizations end up happening to me at the end of the night. Yeah, which is awesome. That like that's in the a, morning, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's like I am just grateful that I'm awake I and have a coffee in standing. My <laughs> no, but I think that's the great thing about you know spirituality, hairdressing, anything that's part of your life. Like, there's no one way to do it. And I think that's a common misconception. That's funny because one of the questions I was going to ask you was what do you think an ideal lifestyle is like for a hairdresser? I mean, it's it's totally... there isn't one. No. It's totally dependent on the person. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it really is because no one's going to walk my path Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to walk your path. I'm never going to know exactly how you feel and you're never going to know everything I've been through in my childhood, everything that I'm going through right now with my family, um, my clients, it's just impossible. Unless so there that is... stone that I just got gives me <laughs> some kind of powers. It says it will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, stones are powerful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're totally right. There's no right path. Um, and even negative experiences, they play such a huge part in your path. Um, I'm experiencing that right now where I actually had something (laughs) to me really traumatic happen. And within this traumatic experience, there was like a couple people involved and someone was helping us out with something. And anyways, the whole thing just kind of fell apart. And for me, it it was a mess. I lost half my eyebrow actually from stress. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. So can't even tell. Well, I went and got it microbladed like six months later (laughs) because it didn't grow back. But now it's grown back because I'm not stressed anymore. Yay. But I'm going through something right now. That's a really positive experience. And I'm using uh, part of that terrible experience. Like I'm using a piece of that and plugging it into what I'm doing and working on right now. And it's like, oh, that's why I went through that Mm -hmm. so that I knew to like grab this person to help me out now Mm -hmm. in what is aligned with my heart Mm -hmm. and this is where I'm supposed to be. So it's just really, really cool. That is, that's awesome and I'm glad your eyebrow looks normal. (laughs) But I think that's the piece, that's one of the pieces that's missing with a lot of people who end up stuck in the wallowing. Right. Because they can't, see past that what's right in front of them they can't see yeah okay well now I'm out of it but it happens again and you're wondering why does it keep happening again yeah it's because maybe their their awareness isn't quite you know tuned in yet and so they're not seeing the 
I don't want to call them mistakes, but the signs that are going, hey, don't do this. This I'm is like, a lesson. I'm like shouting to you, don't do this, yeah. don't do this. And you keep it like, what? Do it? Do yeah. it? Okay. And you just keep going back and keep going back and you end up in the same vicious cycle, maybe even in different kinds of scenarios, but it just keeps playing out in this, like, yeah. why is this happening to and me? And I believe it's because it's a lesson that you're supposed to be learning and you're not learning it. So mm-hmm. it keeps presenting itself to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you, it's okay to have a little, trust me, I have pity parties every once in a while. Um, and it's okay to sit with those feelings, but then get to the bottom of, why you're feeling that way and again it's just like a plan of action like okay well then what is my next step like how am I going to change what keeps happening to me okay one tip how when you lost the eyebrow in the negative tornado Mm -hmm. what is the what was the tipping point that kind of went okay I'm gonna shift this and open up this other realm for me to be able to know and aware to go, oh, this is why. Oh, this is it. And then kind of have that realization. Yeah. Like what is the shift? What's like the shift that has to happen? So it's like just it For takes you. time. So it definitely takes time and a lot of reading. <laughs> so of again, reading. back to the reading, like that whole time when I was this was part of that year um, that I lost the eyebrow. So (laughs) it was part of that year that I said was professionally just kind of crazy for me, but was a very strong personal development. That's what started my transformation was that year and just reading. And I think that's what got me through and writing, like Mm -hmm. journaling. Um, And I'm still learning every day. Like Mm -hmm. I am nowhere near you know, where I want to be, but I just, again, forgiveness, I think is a big thing for me and forgiving myself and just knowing that I'm going to try to show up the best version of myself every day. And at the end of the day, if I don't, it's okay. Like I forgive myself and tomorrow is a new day. Mm. So, yeah, I think that forgiveness part is tough for a lot of us, especially hairdressers. We get so hard on ourselves yeah, and we're like, beat ourselves up to the point where an outsider goes, it's not even a big deal. Yeah. What the heck's wrong with you? Yeah. And we're like, I, one of our eyelids was orange. Yeah. I can't sleep for five <laughs> days. I need melatonin. Yeah. Like it's crazy because we, you know, to the, to the perfectionist kind of part, I think a lot of us are that way and not because we expect perfection out of ourselves, but we don't want to let people down. We're down, yeah, because that's the empath side of yeah, us. Yeah, I think that that's kind of our empathetic nature. And mm-hmm. I said this even in like the first episode, even when I was cultivating this whole kind of concept, I'm like, man, hairdressers are em- empathetic. Mm-hmm. We might not all be empaths, but yeah. we're very empathetic. And I think people pleasers too. Absolutely. I was like a big people pleaser. Yeah, for sure. We don't want people to feel upset with us. And I think that's the kind of like a big part of the money unworthiness as well. Yes. It's like we don't deserve that because she's getting a divorce and, you know, she told me that she had to buy those shoes on sale. So, oh, my God, she doesn't have money. And it's 
it's crazy because we take that on instead of creating this like protective barrier of that's not mine, that's yeah. hers, this is my job, I deserve this, I deserve this. That's yeah. one of the mantras I tell myself all the time. I'm like, I deserve this. Yeah. I deserve this. Yeah. I totally deserve this. Yeah. Nope. Not written on my parade. Yeah. Because we totally let that like just seep into us. Yeah, we take it on and it's not our baggage. It's yeah. not our backpack to carry. No. And unfortunately we tend to take it on and I mean this is going way out but like I do I think that's the the one sad thing about our industry is that we don't have like we don't see our own worth mm-hmm. and we've kind of done it to ourselves I agree yeah so it's one thing that I'm actually really focused on changing within myself because that's where change happens and then I hope to inspire other hairstylists to really like take pride in their work now I'm not saying like you can be a crappy hairstylist and have no technical skills and then go charge people yes but I'm saying once you put in the time and the training and the skill don't cut yourself short um because it affects the whole industry mm-hmm. like you may be one drop in the ocean but it affects everything and when I, I travel obviously because I do education and some of the stories I hear it just breaks my heart uh, mm-hmm. to hear so yeah that's one thing I actually hope for our industry is yeah. that we start really helping each other being more open not being so guarded like leading with love, sharing with others, um, and then really raising our awareness and raising our own values so that we could lift the industry as a whole. Absolutely. And I think, you know, us who are in education and get to travel to see all these different hairdressers all over the country, some all over the world, that was a huge motivation for me to even want to create Limitless Hairdresser and have this podcast and be having conversations with people like you and so many others that are just trailblazing this way for the next generation was I was sad yeah like so many things made me happy don't get me wrong yeah I always felt like oh my gosh it's so fun we're having a great time but the stories that people would come to me because I've been doing this I've been teaching traveling believe it or not for about eight years a little over eight eight years and I've been in I don't even know how many salons at this yeah. point so many yeah and always there's people who would come up to me or message me and they're just like so stressed and feeling like maybe this isn't for them and comparing themselves to where other people are and being mm-hmm. like I just don't think I can ever do that or I'm just don't think I can charge that because of where I live. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, we've got to do something about this. And I just don't, I didn't at the time really have that all the answers. I still don't. That's why I'm just talking to a lot of people so we can see if we can find it. Yeah. But there's something there that is so a common thread and um, something has to shift. And like you said, I think, I think it just has to start with us. Yeah. And so as individuals, maybe if you're listening to this, you're like, yes, I can do something about this. If there's any tips in any of these podcasts that you can apply, like just starting there, like simple, like you're saying, love 365, simple, follow Sarah on Instagram, just like do her 365 every day and then 
woohoo, <laughs> here we go. But it's just as little things. I think it just starts with us. We have to start with ourselves and um, just keep trickling that on. Yeah. And it will eventually rub off, but we all have to start doing it. And not just, like, thinking about it or talking about it. It's, like, action, 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 yeah. action. And I think you have to not worry about what other people are going to think. I used to think about oh, I used to worry all the time. But um, now I don't. <laughs> I don't worry what other people think. And I just want to help other people. I want it to be a loved-based industry. Whereas, And I do feel like there is a big shift. So don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of amazing hairstylists, salon owners, business coaches, but I also think there's a lot of fear-based salon owners, hairstylists that are afraid there's that there's not enough to go around mm-hmm. or that they're going to steal my business where instead we should just be educating ourselves and just lead with love again mm-hmm. and be helping out someone else because I I guarantee it's going to come back to you tenfold than if you were to keep something to yourself. You have mm-hmm. to you have to spread the love. I know that sounds that's so a, cheesy, that's but a limitless purchaser <laughs> principle. Yeah, giving equals receiving. Yeah, and it can't be. This is the the kicker. The little piece there is you can't give with expectations of giving it, getting it back. And I think that's the part. Like a, a lot of these spiritual concepts and things that get convoluted and get confused by yeah. by our human brains. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, I gave that to her, so shouldn't I be getting it back already? And it's like, well, also, do you hear the energy that is attached yeah, to that expectation? Exactly. So the entire concept around giving equals receiving is you have to give freely. Mm-hmm. Give your love freely. Give the $20 in Target freely and with a smile on your face and joy in your heart thinking, good Lord, somebody's going to be super happy and not, hmm, wonder if I'm going to get that uh, new uh, present when I get home that I've been waiting for. You know, it's like this expectation thing. Entitled. Yeah. Entitlement. Yes. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that that would definitely help. Yeah. Just like let it go. Let it go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let it go. We clearly have we both children. We girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yep. Went uh, there. Went yeah. there. This is going to turn into limitless hairdresser karaoke pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> it won't be good. I think it would be terrible. Ratings plummet. Limitless hairdresser <laughs> goes under. Unsubscribe. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that would be good. Um... Wow, we covered some ground here. I know. I feel like we haven't stopped talking all day long and we still have more. I know. I feel like we could do <laughs> 10 episodes, to be honest. I love it. Um, okay, so let's see. Well, I think we covered all the questions I even had. My last one was to collectively raise the consciousness of the industry. What steps oh. can we take? And I think we gave you guys about <laughs> 10 Yeah. in there. So yeah. what, let's recap that. Gratitude. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Spread love. Spread the love. Yeah. Don't be fear-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just help someone out. Like, just think back to where you were when you first started out, because mm-hmm. that's what I think about a lot. Um, and who is that person that either put you down and made you feel crappy and do the opposite, mm-hmm. because you never want to make someone else feel that way, or... 
who is that person that you really looked up to and inspired you? And don't you want to pay that forward? Mm-hmm. Because it's not about like what we hold on to ourselves. It's about like if you want to create a legacy, it's about what you pass on to mm-hmm. others. I mean, no one wants to, you know, <laughs> just not be remembered for something. Mm-hmm. Um, she was greedy as hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bitch. <no. laughs> yeah, so I just think you have to think about other people, which I know is kind of hard sometimes, especially with everything. Everyone has their own life and things going on, but, I mean, they say just like the paying it forward with other things, but... If you're ever in a funk, like the best thing to do is go serve someone else Mm -hmm. and it will immediately snap you out of what your little problem is. I mean, it may not be little, but it will at least open your mind a little bit and be more open to start really healing yourself is, and that is to go serve somebody else and help somebody else. Absolutely. And we have the opportunity to do that every day. Yeah. Luckily. So we should just be the happiest little humans on earth. So totally love that. Do you hear that? Yeah. What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) We have music playing in our ears. There's been this little strange and it's been since we set the crystals on the table. Yeah. If you guys were here right now, we have... A little collection going yeah. on the table but it's drawing in some sort of frequency through this uh recorder that i have and we keep hearing random songs come on like country music and stuff faintly so faintly that i'm like sarah do you hear that she's like what you're crazy yeah your voice is in your head i'm like no listen closely it's garth brooks <laughs> but yeah super strange but i think it went away okay it's all good um So we do this fun thing at the very end of the podcast where I'm going to ask Sarah uh, 20 questions. I thought I just deleted it, but I didn't. Woo! I'm going to ask Sarah 20 questions so we can get to know her a little bit better. I I think we we covered some ground today. We got to know you pretty well. But um, these are always fun because we get to pick her brain a little bit and find out what's cool in Sarah's world. So you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm not that cool, but I'm ready. (laughs) I feel like I need a little gong for this session. Can I like... Uh, or a crystal bowl. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we don't have the things, so we just this make the sounds. <laughs> it's not. Um, yeah, totally. I, it, once I get better at podcasting, just so you all know, I've never been a podcaster before <laughs> until about five episodes ago. So really, totally just learning all of this stuff. Um, so that's why you might hear some erratic entrances or exits of these different episodes because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think you're doing pretty good. Thanks. It's all about just getting it going. You yeah. got to just make things happen. And so there's that. But maybe one day I'll figure out how to do some transitions and be like, boom. Anyway, back to uh, session two. Okay. Favorite bands right now? Mm. Um, okay. So like 
fun is Dua Lipa, and that's probably because I oh, saw yeah. her with my girlfriend, and she is just this kick-ass rocker chick. Like, she's just so cool. You've I'm, been singing her all day. I know. All I just, words. I just think she's so awesome. <laughs> I want to dress like her. She's got this rockin' bob. That's probably why I love her. Mm. But, yeah. Love her. What are you reading right now? Ooh, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Oh, that's the one we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so it's like getting out of your own way and kind of saying yes to things that your little voice would normally hit the brakes on. Mm. Yeah. I love that. What does your ideal day off look like? Um, ideal day off is with my family, in nature, probably exploring somewhere that we haven't been. Uh, we just went on a summer vacation this summer, camping to all these different and it was the best vacation that we have because it was everywhere. We, we'd never been to any of the places, so it was all new experiences for us, and it was all in nature. Mm. Yeah. Do you prefer – this is, like, extra one – but do you prefer, like, woods or more, like, desert? So I, I'm close to the coast of California, so I always thought I was a beach person. But after this trip, I, it, I'm definitely, like, a mountains and lakes and rivers kind of gal. Mm. Yeah. Have you been to Moab? No, I have not been there. Oh, I know. You got to go to Arches. Oh, I've been to the Arches. Oh, yeah, I have been there. Yeah, oh, my gosh. It's Moab. Yeah. I keep yes. calling it the Sorry. Moab, but yeah. really technically yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's actually Arches National Yeah, Park. but I haven't been there since I was like 12, so that's definitely on my husband and I's that, list. Me and my husband went there. It's super high vibe. Yeah. I went there and was like, I know. Another one on my list is Sonoma. Ooh. Have you been to Sonoma? Mm -mm. Yeah. I have. I need to go. I have to. I haven't been to much desert except that one, and it was a really interesting experience. <laughs> That's for later. <laughs> um, uh, favorite podcasts? Ooh, um, the Limitless Hairdresser. Obviously, Duh. who's not listening to this? I love uh, Super Soul Conversations. Um, there's one by Lori Harder called Earn Your Happy. Uh, I love listening to Tony Robbins' podcasts. Um, his is less podcasty and a lot of more like ex excerpts yeah. from his, but I think it's really cool. There's good stories in there too. Mm -hmm. um, how long have you been hairdresser? Mm. Officially 11 years, unofficially like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since I was born. In one word, how would you describe the hair industry? Growing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. What is your favorite color? Blue. What is your favorite treasure? Uh, right now, it's actually my bracelet, which is yeah. so funny because me and Kelly have matching bracelets on. Yeah, they're, it's a volcanic ash um, beads with chakra stones yeah and i actually gave it to um, my daughter as a gift but and this was a gift to me oh really yeah from shannon oh she awesome. gave it to me yeah and you put like essential oils on the lava stones and it's yeah i took it on this trip because i miss my kids like when i travel mm -hmm. so when my daughter's not wearing it i steal it that's so funny and i wear it yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> um favorite aroma and why mm -hmm. i would say like a fireplace burning oh that yeah. is super unique yeah because like it reminds me of like christmas and the holiday mm. christmas is my favorite so like me too. i hate the cold so it's ironic that christmas is my favorite but i just love that time of year probably because a lot of people are more giving 
Mm-hmm. So I just, I love Christmas and I love giving. Like I love giving gifts and like thinking of things. And so I just, I get so, so like, you know, like a fireplace or like cloves. Like we do cloves and oranges and stuff and mm-hmm. we hang them. Yeah. That was started by Nor- my, I, <laughs> random fact, I had Norwegian nannies growing up. Oh. And so one of our Norwegian nannies like started that tradition of oranges and cloves. So you like poke them in and then you hang them by ribbon. Oh, that's cool. It smells so yummy. Second tangent, favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, Christmas Story. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. Good. Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I love BB guns. <laughs> I was such a tomboy. Oh, my gosh. Funny. Okay. Where am I? Uh, favorite. I went off tangent. Favorite service to facilitate behind the chair? Um... Blonding. I mean, I'm such like I just get so stoked on blonding, and I'm actually teaching blonding tomorrow. And I thought it was upstyling because that's how I got my start. And recently at Premier Birmingham, I had been teaching styling the first day, and then the second day, um, I taught styling in the morning, and then someone in the audience was looking for more color, so I taught blonding. And my excitement level when I was teaching that was through the roof so I was like oh my god I really love talking about blondes and blonding and you have blonde hair and I so have blonde it hair. fits yeah. on brand yeah <laughs> favorite food mm, I have a sweet tooth so a lot of like the first thing that comes to mind right now is pumpkin pie probably because mm. we saw that thing at dinner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked really yummy I didn't get it but Mm, I love pumpkin pie. I've always been, and probably because Thanksgiving's coming. This is funny because I'm reading these questions. I don't even know if I'd know all the answers to these. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I favorite foods changing. So, but I love food in general. Yeah, that's always my first thing. I'm like, mm, where are you gonna eat? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Most used mantra. Oh, um, probably I tell myself like get out of my way a lot, and then. When I'm not feeling confident in something, um, just, you know, I just tell myself, like, you can do this. Like, you're here for a purpose. And I just try to, even if I'm not feeling 100% confident, like, tell myself. Fake like, it till you make yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> fake it till you become it. Yeah. So. Oh, I like that better. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Mantra it until you become it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We're on to something. Favorite word? Hmm. I actually don't know this one. Really? Yeah. That's something. Love. Love. Yeah, that, that totally suits <laughs> you. You and my daughter would get along so well. She said, I said, what's your favorite I know. word, Lennon? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, love. Yeah. yeah. I just love God and love. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's so I cute. Love. She's adorable. She's just like a little... I asked her what her favorite holiday was, and she said Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, because it's like candy? Just like, because of the love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's cute. She's just precious. Dylan's like, candy, Halloween. (laughs) That's my seven-year-old. That's Presley. (laughs) What fascinates you? Ooh, learning. Learning something new. Um, Yeah. Anything that, I mean, there's so many things that I want to know, so... Trying to pick one thing is, I'm like a scatterbrain, like squirrel. 
So many things. Everything. I just want to see the earth. What do you want to see change in the hair industry? Mm. I mean, we pretty much covered this. I want to see our self-worth go up and us to value ourselves a lot, a lot more right mm. off the bat. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to earn it a little bit in the beginning, but then once you make it and you know what you're doing. And one thing I think with that is really focus on what speaks to you um, and then start focusing on that. And and then you become an expert in something instead of just good at a lot of things. Yeah. And that's how you raise your self-worth. And, Feel more purposeful. Yeah. It's going to be intentional what you're doing instead of just, you know, doing a lot of different yeah. things. Setting intentions, we talked about that today, That's a good too. Point. It's kind of like, this is going off tangent a little bit again, too. I, I don't normally do this, but since we're in person, I can't <laughs> help myself. It's kind of like when you're building your clientele and you feel like you just have to take everything yeah. and you just have to fill your book up with everything. Well, I realize I really don't like doing men's haircuts. Yeah. Like, a lot of reasons. Yeah. I don't like the tiny little hairs on my body. I don't like washing it out because it gets stuck in the sink. I don't know. Yeah. Just lots of reasons. Yeah. But I only do like two men's hair now. And I don't yeah. ever do clippers except with my husband and my dad. Yeah. And it's so much easier. But I just quit putting it out there in, like, in my mind and yeah. also at anywhere marketable mm-hmm. that I don't want them. And then guess what? I don't have them anymore. Yeah. And I, I, like I was talking about doing foils. I, I did one foil. Yeah. One foil client. And it's not even always. Yeah. So it's definitely, you can attract. Yeah, you just have to set the intention, which we talked about today a little bit. Mm-hmm. And once you set it, you better watch out. Yeah, because it'll happen. Yeah, it will. Especially if you mean it. Yes. What is your message to your peers? Oh, yeah. Don't be in fear. Um, just keep pushing yourself and keep learning. Like, once you think that you know everything, then you should just quit because you can never know everything and just keep an open mind and yeah, open your heart as well. Favorite quote. <laughs> so this one's so funny because I mean, it could be looked at like my family makes fun of me and I actually got this from a friend when I, I played lacrosse in college. And she said this, and for some reason it always stuck with me, um, maybe because of Zig Ziglar and my dad's influence on me. But here goes my quote. Nail, nail, oh my gosh. (laughs) You've been thinking about it for hours, and now it's go time. (laughs) And I I say it all the time. Oh my gosh, I just had a moment. Okay, just for record, it's about to be 11-11 on 11-11. Yes. And we're uh, during this podcast. Yes. That, and, sorry, side note, and then it'll come to you. And today, your total. I know, my total at Publix was 11-11. On 11-11. <laughs> we were such dorks at Publix taking pictures of the, <laughs> of the cash register thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Favorite quote. It's going to turn 11-11 while you're saying it, too. Okay. It's going to stain your mind forever. Here it goes. I'm just drawing this out so it actually happens at 11. I'm just kidding. Quote, 
Excuses are the nails that build the house of failure. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's eleven eleven. Yes. On the dot. Sweet. That's amazing. That is something magical, and I'm not sure at all, you guys, what it means. But it means you're on your life's per- path, right? Yeah, it's like new, new beginnings. Yeah, you're on the right track, and yeah, keep keep going. And it is really speaking to us today. Yeah, it really is. It's like, hey, Yep. And actually, okay, another side note. How we even got here was kind of a crazy story, but maybe we should save it for another time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're we're we went far. Here. Okay. I oh. thought, oh my gosh, we're so tired. We've been awake since two a.m. I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna be able to get through this podcast. No, we can't stop talking. Um, I'll I'll open it up with that and I'll tell them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's the most influential person in your career right now? Um, in my opinion, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that can really influence my career. I can look up to people. But I'm the only one that can make the choices and do the things. So absolutely, <laughs> it's up to me. Mm-hmm. If it is to be, it's up to me. Who has been your most impactful mentor? Um, my old salon owner, actually, his name is Dan Chichai, and I worked for him for eight years. And he's um, he was the first owner that really showed me uh, how to treat your staff and just how to build a team, and then he's the one that got me into education. Um, so, yeah, him. Shout out to Dan. I love him. Hey, Dan, <laughs> if you're listening. And last but not least, who else should we interview? Mm. Do you know Lisa Botts? I haven't met her, obviously, in person, but I've. She kind of, you guys kind of look alike, sort of. Yeah, we actually. Yeah, we do. I think it's because you have blonde hair. And, and what I love about smiles. Lisa is that she's not a hairdresser. She's not. No, she's Paul Mitchell. She actually started out as a makeup artist. Okay. Yeah, but she just has this really cool perspective for industry, without being a hairstylist. So I think it's it's kind of cool to hear her story. Yeah, I love her. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm making little lists of people. So every time we've asked everyone who we should interview and it's been really interesting because yeah. some of them are kind of like feeding into each other yeah which is really cool so that's actually how I met India okay and Andy All right. was through Lisa interesting so she might be the little puzzle piece yeah she got us three bring together her on next <laughs> it's all the Californias yeah she's a California yeah so that's probably why it's yeah, a California thing there. I'm just drawn to all of you I'm like um i'm from coming from michigan just let me in the sunny state (laughs) yeah yeah totally well this was amazing oh thank you it was amazing i've had an awesome awesome time an amazing day and i feel like we could talk into the we hour like we've been girlfriends for 10 years i know it's the best we must are we compatible signs i don't even know i don't know pisces i don't know capricorn I don't either. So if anyone does, just shoot us in DM. <laughs> I don't know much about astrology. I know a lot about meditation. Couldn't tell you much about astrology, yeah. except I have a calendar that tells me what's up. Yeah. Mm, it's about up. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank well, you. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys, for listening. Woohoo. And, um, you know, leave us some comments. Ask us some questions on the, on the podcast. 
episode or um, over on the Instagram page, there will be a, several posts about Sarah, what she's up to. Um, yeah, leave us some comments. Give us some love. Share it with your friends. Yeah, I always want to interact, so please message me. Don't be afraid. Yeah, totally. She's super fun to talk to, so. Yay. Yay. Good night. <laughs> Good night. We're going to sleep now. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Bye.